0: Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking keeping it weird in Portland. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain.
1: One of the reasons I love traveling so much is that I get to experience life outside my own box of a world. I also love traveling to places uh, that I've been a few times or maybe even uh, to a place I've only been once. And then I discover whole new sides and a whole new perspective of the city. Well, Portland is one of those cities that I really fell in love with and I'm really digging now. Uh, I really love this trip that I got to take a few months ago to Portland. Um, and actually Sean and I will actually be back there in the fall because we're covering another story about Portland as well. Sean is going to be speaking at a big event in, at, at Amazon. So that's, that's going to be pretty cool. And, uh, and that thing, I think that'll be a really great time of the year to go check out Portland. I was there in, um. Like late, late, uh, spring, still kind of winterish, uh, for them. Uh, don't always have the best weather up there, but I love the weather up there. I, I even, you know, whether it's sunny, whether it's, uh, rainy, whether it's cold, I, I really like it up there. And one of the reasons I love this trip so much because, uh, my nephew Kyler, who is a chef and he has a millennium money listener, um, actually showed me all around their really cool neighborhoods, uh, there's so many different and diverse neighborhoods in Portland, and I really love that, and I really didn't get a chance to check that out before. I've mainly been in downtown Portland, which is really awesome as well, too, but there's so many different uh, areas and neighborhoods in Portland, and I really liked it a lot. And One of the things that we got to, to go check out and sort of a checkoff uh, list there in Portland is they have an iconic restaurant, Pok Pok, which is a Thai restaurant, and which is in the The chefs, uh, the owner of Pok Pok, uh, they have a few different restaurants uh, in Portland and other cities as well, too. Uh, But it's a famous Thai restaurant, and it's actually housed in his old home. He uh, he actually built his first kitchen uh, and restaurant in his home. So that's, again, another unique thing about Portland. And so Kyler, you know, showed me all around the different places, and we got to go eat in a few different places, including that one, too. One of the reasons... That I think the TV show Portlandia is so funny and seemingly so real at times. It's because they really usually nail the quirkiness and the functum um, and all the awesome independent spirit that runs through Portland. It's certainly not by chance that the phrase, keep Portland weird, is so ingrained into the fabric of this Pacific Northwest gem of a city. Portland loves to let its freak fly in all its best and possible wor- uh, ways. And that's a great thing to celebrate. And I think a really great way to live. And, you know, they love their independent spirit up there. Uh, And these days, though, Portland is also home to some of the best restaurants in the country. It is, of course, the craft beer capital of the world. And... They really love their pinball in these neck of the woods. I don't know what it is. I, I was like going back into a time machine as a kid. Like there's pinball machine, machines everywhere in bars. There's pinball arcades, um, which is really cool. And, and, and it's not just like older people that grew up with pinball. It's uh, it's the people you know younger millennials uh, are totally uh, love their pinball up there. Portlanders they also love. They're fiercely proud of the and of the really diverse and uh, accepting cities, really around they—they they really are, and uh, they love their Portland Timbers, their soccer team. Uh, they lovingly cheer their Rip City, quote unquote, or uh, in quotes, I should say Trailblazers in basketball, of course. Um, and Portland is a city that really has a small town vibe, but it's locally, it's uh, located in a thriving metropolis. Um, but I think one of the, th- you know, with all the funkiness and the independent spirit, Portland is just really a very beautiful city. It's surrounded and engulfed in lush nature uh, for as far as the eye can see. Like anywhere you kind of go, it's just sort of surrounded by these, you know, green hills and there's trees everywhere. And you don't always kind of get that in some cities, you know. You, you you have, it's more of a concrete jungle. You know, obviously here in L.A., we're, we're, we have a lot of palm trees and, and you know, can make it, you know, Nice and everything. San Francisco has it, you know, has their beauty as well, mainly with the the water and and just the architecture and stuff like that. Of course, New York is really a concrete jungle, but Portland is just one of those really cities that I think it also it lends to to the character of of who Portland really is. And so anyway, so I really love this. I got to speak with a lot of locals, get their perspective. Um, where to eat, uh, you know, where to drink, and life. life I talk with lifelong, lifelong locals as well as, uh, you know, transplants up there that just like, they're like, you know what, I'm not going anywhere. I love Portland and it's really awesome. So hope you enjoy this tour as we keep it weird in Portland. First up, I talked with Aj Date, who is from the Travel Portland team, as he told me about their "You Can in Portland" campaign and this stop-motion film that they've created. It's really almost like a Wes Anderson, uh, really cool uh, film that they've really created, and this is this this campaign to get people to come come to the city. It really shows on their website So if you go to the Travel Portland website, you can spin this wheel and find out what you dig and what you really like and what's your kind of you know jam in Portland. I really I really love this campaign a lot I love this film. Uh, we talked about how Portland is just really seriously one of the best bike cities to you know go anywhere. Um, we've talked to a couple of people here that pretty much most of the hotels will have a bike that you could get either rent or get for free to to tour around the city. It's a great way to to see any city. And we also talked about, we talked with Ajay about uh, why Portland is this pinball crazy city.
2: So I was in Portland uh, just a couple months ago and loved it. It's one of my favorite times I've had in Portland. And I had a lot of locals kind of show me around and stuff. Um, So tell me about your guys' new travel campaign, uh, "You Can" in Portland, and the really awesome stop motion film uh, that was directed by Mark Gustafson. How do you say his name? Gustafson. Uh, Gustafson. Sorry, Gustav, sorry. Yeah, he, he was the anime, He was the animation director for Wes Anderson's "Mr. Uh, Fantastic," Mr. Fox, which is one of my favorite Correct. movies. I love that. How did you guys
3: come up with this concept? And tell us a little bit about the concept of, uh, for the
2: "You Can" in Portland.
3: Yeah, so you can Portland's really uh, about the possibilities of Portland, and 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 what we feel like is is there's a lot of sort of things that that you can do here. It's, it's kind of you can make it the kind of uh, you can create the kind of experiences you want to create here, and it kind of goes along with the the possibilities that everyone sees in the city here uh, of creativity in general. There's so many um, people that are here or have come here to be able to do what they want to do, and. And the possibilities vendors. so the, the campaign kind of reflects that ability to be able to be creative and and create the kind of things you want to create here um because it's a it's a place that's open to that and supportive of that and so um the campaign was really wanted to show show that off the possibilities uh of of experience here and I think the the we work with Widen Kennedy our agency here in town. Um, and we're lucky to have them, uh, as as part of our team here. And, and they really kind of took that to heart and wanted everything to feel personal and handcrafted to some extent. And this style of animation, um, using the stop motion, um, with a lot of, uh, it wasn't actually clay in this case, it was a lot of felt, um, Hmm. um, and, uh, I guess for lack of better terms, puppets and props um and they, those were all handcrafted as well by the folks um at house house special um which is the commercial arm of Leica studios and a uh uh pretty well known anim- animation studio here and and so um it really captured that kind of, of handcrafted experience uh custom experience that you can have in portland
2: well i think it's, i think it's a really unique ca- campaign and it's something you guys are kind of rolling out the markets to to get more people to come to portland right
3: yeah, so we, um, we're we focused on a few markets right now, um, and um, it, there are three markets actually that we're actually focused on. We did some research, and it kind of was based on um, also markets where um, there's direct flights um, and some, some interest. And so we went on Minneapolis, Phoenix, and San Francisco, okay. and so we've rolled out just recently – uh, a lot of outdoor advertising, as well as the TV and digital advertising that's targeted in those three markets. Well,
2: that's awesome. Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, anybody listening to, to our podcast, and we're we're kind of all over the world, but, you know, I, I really implore anybody to go check out your, your ad, because I think it's one of the most unique ones that I see a lot, you know, from a lot of different, different visitors bureaus, Europe. I think it's one of the most unique ones that are, is out there. I like it a lot. So t- tell me a little bit about the, the diversity uh, in Portland and how accepting a community it can be.
3: You know, Portland's, Portland's a really accepting community. I've been here, you know, over 25 years, and and I've noticed, um, you know, as the city's evolved, it's just become more and more accepting and and really wants to welcome things. And you know, it wasn't always known as a diverse place. Um, and that's you know, that's that's, a, that's it's we're the Pacific Northwest. Not always known as a diverse place, but I think as the city's grown, it's it's definitely it's always been a friendly, and accepting city. I've always noticed that from the beginning. Um, obviously it has a reputation of being a pretty progressive place um, and I think that that carries over to welcoming of different types of people different types of cultures and really uh, looking at those folks to enrich the city and the fabric of the city and I've, I've seen that happen over and over over the last 25 years that I've been here
2: yeah I mean I've, that's that's what kind of really struck me about the city which I always kind of knew that but it, you know I, I found that even more um, eye-opening too I think I think it's it's really great and People, I think, if you look at Portland, if if you've never been or you, maybe you've been before, they kind of look at it. It could be kind of re- rainy and dreary, and you know, locals are really eccentric, like the characters in Portlandia or something like that. Um, what are some few things that might surprise you about Portland?
3: I think you know those, the, you know, the Portlandia stuff and the cliches and and, and yeah. like the Unipiper and things, and those are all fun. You know what? We we're we're not afraid of that stuff. We embrace it. It's part of the fabric of the city. And, and there's this there's this whole identity about weirdness, but I think what will surprise people um especially when you get into the, sort of the makers' movements the craft movements um whether it's beer, coffee clothing um whatever is there's a authenticity to it, and I think that authenticity is rooted in people that actually care about what they're doing and they wanna keep doing it for a long time, so they're not just jumping on trends um you know. Hey, let's make the next one make this because people are into that and we will make a lot of money in a shorter period of time. It's really, I noticed that when, when co- the coffee scene really took off here, you know, a couple decades ago, um, the folks that were in the coffee scene, they started out, they were baristas a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And then they wanted to open up, they, wanted to, they got into the craft of that and they got to learn more about coffee and they wanted to open up their own, they wanted to roast their own. And they wanted mm-hmm. to open up their own place and they became the people that, created the new coffee shops, the new groceries, and, and, and were owning new places. So they built the industry, you know, craft brews the same way. It really came from an authentic interest and love of something, and, and and they kept doing it. And and that's the reason why I think you've seen Portland continuing to evolve that way. And it's not just a, tr- a trend. You know, six, seven years ago, we were getting a lot of love from places like the New York Times. That was great. But I think everyone expected that to kind of, especially with, you know, Portlandia kind of was a jump, to sh- could have been a jump-the-shark moment, you know. And I think
2: <laughs> Right, exactly.
3: We've seen that, you know, because these movements here are authentic and the people behind them actually care about it, right. um, and you can see that on the food scene, the, the level of talent here, um, you know, those people people work uh, really hard to bring um, their their game up and the level of craft. And, the, and so the bar is set very high here locally as well, for whether it's coffee or beer or, or food. Um but you gotta you gotta know what you're doing you gotta love it, and you can't just um you, you can't come in and try to make a quick buck you gotta be able to not that people haven't tried but you gotta yeah. actually be serious about what you're doing and care about it and that authenticity and love of kind of, uh, of craft has really shown through, and I think has kept um those movements alive and, and allowed them to evolve and it, it its a lot important to kind of transcend being a trendy place and really being a place where hey if you wanna if you wanna um Um, be here for the long haul and you want to put the time and the energy in. Um, This is a place where it's welcoming, but you know, you got to put the work in and you got to stick around to do it.
0: Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's monarchmone dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters, and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeletemecom slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off.
4: Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time or just relax to a good book, Relax and get lost in the daily book club. We've all spent more
5: time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too. And what you can do to shape it at Sandy spring bank. We work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation Let's talk about your dreams. Visit SandySpringBank dot com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, I think it's just really become who Portland really is, and it's now their identity, so I think it's really great. So, and yeah. one of the things, one of the things I love too, that and at the hotel Lucia where I stayed, and several different hotels I saw in the downtown area, uh, it's it's a great bike city, and it's a great, and that's a really cool way to see this, uh, any city, really. Um, tell us why
3: it's such a really great bike city. Yeah. You know, the biking thing, uh, there's always been a part of that culture here with biking, but I think, um, it's really, uh, from a city and state standpoint, a real commitment to making that a uh, priority. And so everything from the bike lanes that are persistent everywhere. And those are, you know, those are things that, that aren't by accident. The city government really, um, went after that and creating, uh, bike lanes, bike, uh, greenways where bikes have priority um and then events like uh Sunday parkways where they'll close down certain uh, streets and and there uh you can ride have family bike rides or um we had the bridge pedal in in September where they actually closed on all the interior bridges so people can ride them and it's about 12 miles of riding around bridges here and and there's not a lot of cities that will mobilize to do that Right, um but here it's a priority And because it's been bike-friendly, everyone, you see a lot of people on their bikes and and taking advantage of that. Part of that is also the density of the city. Um, It's not a long ride um, to get to work, to get to to school, to get to wherever you want to be. So people have embraced that. They can go from home to work to shopping or wherever, and they've built their lifestyles around that. And I think um, those two things have gone hand-in-hand to really build the bike culture where even in the middle of the winter where, hey, it might be raining, um, you see folks that are um you know, they got the gear on, they've invested in it and they're gonna ride no matter what. It's part of their life. Uh it's not right. just uh it's just not, hey, let's buy some a cool bike and some spandex and put it on you know, once a month. It's uh we're in there for the long haul every single day. It's it's part of their lives. So I think um and that goes down to to our mayor, to um Congressman Blumenauer who who yeah. really um has um helped um, spearhead a lot of legislation around biking, and, mm. and um, it's just a bike-friendly city and a bike-friendly state, and um, really leading in the country around both of those, uh, in terms of not only commuting, but even the bike culture around racing, uh, around cro- uh, uh, a cycle cross, um around mountain biking. It, it's any kind of biking you want to do, you can do here within the city limits or close by.
2: Right. That's. I mean, I, I think that's really that's really cool. Like I said, it's a great way to see just any of those areas, let alone you know the city of Portland stuff. And
3: what? Yeah, what and I will add. I will yeah, add to that yeah. that, that you know, things like the public transportation is set up for you. Can take your bike on the MAX mm-hmm. train, the right. light rail system. You can take your bike on the bus. Buses right. have bike racks on the front of them, so you can put there. The hotels all allow you to bring your bikes in and put them in your room. Mm-hmm. And then there's of course the bike town. Um, system that got put in recently and a lot of other cities have bike sharing but this one was, we've had a couple instances of it. this one was pretty thoughtful in terms of how they were going to do it and then they got some great funding from our friends at Nike as well Um, and we've got high density of those, a thousand bikes um, in the city um, a hundred different places you can pick one up and drop one off and that's just going to grow. So again a real commitment uh, to making bikes available accessible and making bikeways accessible to everybody as well.
2: That's awesome. And one one of the things that I I, I saw besides the uniqueness of the bike as well. Um, if you could quickly kinda of tell me a little bit of, of the history of this, why is, is pinball so popular up there? Pinball. <laughs>
3: well, you know, one thing no
2: I had no idea That's so and it's in your ad too. It's
3: it is in the ad, uh, you know, um you know, the ground control which is an old school arcade mm-hmm. place. Uh, uh, downtown, that, that's pretty popular, and, and I think, um, you know, I, I, I think it probably has to do with our bar culture. If, if, mm. I'm, if I'm being honest, I think that goes back to sort of we've got it, we, we've gotten, still have, even with you know, a lot of the, the fancier places that have and brew pubs and, and restaurants and, and and things like that. We still have a, a pretty healthy dive bar scene here, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if you think about, you know, hey, yeah, it, it might be a little rainy outside in the wintertime, and, and People like to be inside and, and and socialize and be in bars and and I think along with that and along with our kind of love of craft culture of of you know seeing the guts of things I think people like analog experiences here a lot right um, right you know things that take you away from your phone and your your iPad and your computer and things that allow you to touch and feel things that make noise and I think that that's part of maybe why pinball um, and t- appreciation for things that are interesting and well made. Um, and might not, not might not um, still exist everywhere, and so there's a lot of places where people covet pinball games or o- old arcade games, and a lot of the bar owners have taken that to heart and 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 um, you know have collected those things. So there seems to be a a, a little higher uh, incidence of, of pinball machines here, which which created a lot of pinball enthusiasts um, over the years. So. That's about the near of an explanation <laughs> but, Yeah, no, there's seem to be a lot of pinball machines and a lot of bars around Portland for sure. Yeah, it's totally
2: fine. And I, I think Portland just has a really awesome and unique uh bar scene too. So uh, and everywhere you go, yeah right you're right. There's pinball machines everywhere and in probably every place too, yeah. So um people want to find you can uh you can importantly your your ad and your your, your really cool video. Where can they find that? Where can they find out more information about Portland?
3: One um, well the best place I'd recommend is TravelPortland.com, and you'll see links to all that content, but also a lot of really great content about Portland um, and links to stories and, and articles around, um, you know, whether it's beer or food um, or anything. We've actually got a digital um, uh, experience uh, around the campaign called the um on the site, and it's a, it's a Sasquatch that you can, a, you can hit a little spin button, and it'll get different outfits and accessories. Um, and those you can hit, you can lock those in, or you can spin again and change them up. And once you've locked them all in, it'll correlate to um, essentially an itinerary. You'll get you'll get to a link, you'll uh, create some links to some articles that you can see about different uh, activities in Portland that relate to those uh, things that the Sasquatch has on. So. Uh, it's kind of a fun way to experience that um there's twelve hundred and ninety six different combinations that are possible uh, out of that every time that'll just generate you know uh, unique links to each of those different types of experiences so it's a fun way um to see that um and again, you know all of our campaign contents up there as well. if you're in a market where we're not running that stuff, you can see it all there um, and then also, if you use the hashtag you can in portland um I'll be able to see a lot of stuff on
1: social about that as well i love going to any city and finding cool and interesting places to listen to music uh one of our friends who recently moved up to portland last year posted on instagram uh, right before i traveled up there uh that she was going to go see one of her favorite bands the old 97s they were doing a free show at this place called skype live studios so of course i had to go check it out so uh in this interview, we're going to talk with Alex, who is the head uh, audio tech for the Skype Live Studios, which features a diverse collection of bands from hip-hop to country to indie rock in a live, intimate setting right in downtown Portland. We're in the Skype Live Studios. Tell us a little bit about this and like
4: who, who actually comes and plays here. Yeah, so uh, this is owned by Alpha Media, which is a cluster of radio stations they own uh believe uh, basically we deal with six of the stations one of them is uh just syndication only Mm -hmm. um but we have four music stations Mm -hmm. and two talk stations Mm -hmm. and uh most of our events are with the the music stations and uh we just do promotional concerts for all the bands that come through and do the radio session kind of deal except um you know we like to think that we do it just you know one step above the the playing in a conference room mm-hmm. kind of thing which is what a lot of radio stations do we try to make it more of a a venue experience while also still you know uh, doing the recording and the live streaming at the same time so tell me like who actually has been playing here lately then right yeah so last week we had uh the old 97s uh saint motel which mm-hmm. is a, oh, cool. a a big yeah, yeah. up and coming uh, band for kink uh we had a uh, a panel for kxl uh, talking about o- the o- opioid epidemic mm. and that was uh, a live broadcast as well right uh, we had Nikki lane uh, for kink we had um, midland which was a, a country show mm-hmm. um, craig finn from the hold steady mm-hmm. was in with his solo band recently so you guys have like, a whole variety of, of, of stuff,
1: right? Yeah. So, I mean, you you were even mentioned before They have a lot of hip-hop acts. Yeah, too yeah. Stuff. So
4: we, we have Kink, which is, which covers a lot of stuff. It covers mm-hmm. everything from kind of, like, singer-songwriter stuff to, like, alternative, uh, as well as – I mean, they, they play pretty much, like, anything that falls under the category of, like, rock or mm-hmm. whatever. And then we also have a Top 40 station, Live 95.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a country station, uh, The Bull and uh we have a, a hip hop station mm-hmm. we 963 and uh i think that that's it for the music mm-hmm. and then the two talk stations the uh news and conservative talk mm-hmm. and uh sports right and and the and the, the they're located right here yep yeah all of those stations all are
1: the, they're, they're upstairs on the 6th right. floor yeah right 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 <laughs> so and then so if if people um want to come check out a show they could just get like tickets online or or show up uh, show up if there's, exactly there's, yeah any.
4: Um we 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 do have a ticketing system. I I think it it's it's kind of funny. I I should really know this more than <laughs> I do, but we we have a hostess Lisa who's mm. who handles all that kind of stuff the the guests and mm-hmm. the, the the door stuff. But uh I believe uh you just um enter in on our uh website. There's a way you can mm-hmm. kind of like RSVP right, for a right. show to make it official. Yeah. Right. You know. right. Yeah.
1: Right. And some of the bigger bands maybe have to come wait for a little exactly. bit. Exactly.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously some shows are higher demand than yeah. others. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, we but you know, we definitely try to get any everybody in, you know. Right. It's, it's open to the public, it's all free. So, Right. And how many how many does it hold here? How much does it hold? Uh, 163 is our capacity. About we have 63 seats and uh, we have about 100 uh, for standing room. Right. And each, so in each show they, they play a few songs. Yep. Yeah, well they'll, they'll usually do four songs mm-hmm. um, and then have like a short interview with a mm-hmm. DJ from whatever station Right. they're right for. right and then they usually do like a meet and greet and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If they have time. Yeah. I mean it, it it can be tough to get everyone to, to do everything sure. that we want them to. Sure. Sure. It's in the middle of the day and it's like oh we got to go to sound check now yeah. so we we can't do the meet and greet. But it, we definitely we encourage everyone to do a meet and greet, take some photos with right. the, with the guests and everything. Right, right. And if you're not in Portland and checking out this, though, you could actually see this online, right? Right, yeah. So we stream pretty much everything live to uh, our website and to Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, and uh, we get a lot of viewers that way, too. Right, right. And then you also have a lot of corporate events
1: here too, right? Yeah, tell us a, a little bit about the corporate events.
4: Yeah, here. so we we do a lot of private events, um, and those are often uh, clients advertising with us. Uh, we kind of throw that in as a you know a deal sweetener or uh, just kind of a- additional incentive. And um, those usually involve a lot of AV, and uh, you know they'll they'll have uh, maybe their own employees there or uh they'll do like a. we've actually had hiring calls here mm-hmm. like where they have mm-hmm. like a job fair kind of thing okay and, right you right know. right 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 and um yeah it, it's just they're each because of their private events they they all kind of want different things it's kind of interesting to see um how everyone does it differently we do a lot of uh holiday parties mm-hmm. in the winter time right and right stuff like right, that right
1: so you're an audio guy. So mm-hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about the Portland music scene. I mean, is is it has it really kind of grown? And there's there's a lot of really great bands out there. Yeah,
4: yeah. So I, I've been in Portland uh, for 16 years now. So I've definitely seen it change. Mm, right. You know, and I'm a musician myself. So I've played in bands and okay. been part of the music scene. And um, yeah, I mean, it, even since I started working here five years ago, I, you've see, I've seen it change. You right. Know? Right. Right. We're some of the good places to go check out a show. Um,
1: besides the skype life studio, right of course. <laughs> right yeah
4: i mean there's a ton of great venues in town there's um there's a place called the no which actually used to be out on alberta but mm-hmm. they had to close because rent was getting too high over there <laughs> but they just reopened uh at the old blackbird space on uh 38th and sandy mm-hmm. and uh, actually just went there for the first time a couple of weeks ago mm. a band i was playing with Played there, and it's awesome. Right. A great venue. Right. I I would suggest anyone go see a show, or if you have a band, play a show there. <laughs> right. Yeah, nice. I love that place. And um, uh, I mean, you know, the the, the bigger spaces are all mm. cool too, like the the Crystal and the mm. the Wonder Ball Room. Right. Right. Um,
1: they're, they're, they're good classic places go exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah
4: yeah and you know they're they're within the realm of uh, like you know a bigger local band can can play those places right, too right yeah. right
1: right awesome well so when people want to come get tickets and check out this the skype live studios where, uh, where do they go on the website
4: um, I, I So you just go to skyplifestudio.com and uh, there's a calendar of all of our events and a page for each of the events. And then that you can, I think you just put in a email address and, and uh, basically you'll uh, get an invite if, if there's room for you to come. And I think it's a first come first serve basis as well. Yeah.
1: Last year, Sean and I discovered one of our favorite hotel collections When we stayed, it's our now favorite hotel collection, Uh, when we stayed at the Old 77 Hotel in New Orleans, which we featured on our New Orleans episode last year. The folks at Providence Hotels are Portland-based and have a really cool collection of hotels in Portland and selected cities as well. I stayed uh, in Portland at the really awesome Hotel Lucia, which features the award-winning Imperial Restaurant, which is also one of the best restaurants in the city. Um, And their fried chicken is to die for. And everywhere you go, you tell people, I'm going to go eat the Imperial. They go, oh, yeah, I got to get the fried chicken. It is absolutely the bomb. It is so good. Um, And now, actually, the uh, Hotel Lucia has a new york style uh, pizza joint uh, called the Crown, which is re- getting really great reviews, which I have to check out next time I am Portland in Portland. Um, each of their collection of hotels really tells a story in a, and they 're uniquely designed like each one um, uh, is you know and, and our guest, Leslie Liu, who is on the team at the Providence Hotels, um, will tell us about how they come up with concepts and how they you know, their hotels are designed and so at the Hotel Lucia, one of the things I really love, because I I love photography, and and I'm a photographer, if you will, myself, Um, all over this hotel, uh, in the lobby, uh, which is they have um, a bunch of cameras, so it's more photography based. Um, So they feature the work of Pulitzer Prize winning and Oregonian native photographer, David Hume uh, Kennerly. And um, his shots are really cool. There's a lot of cool uh, political shots candid shots, um, but they're really all over the hotel. So you go out down the hallway, um, you go in your room, there's pictures, there's really cool pictures, like a lot of these pictures I wanted to have for myself. So I really love this. There's a lot of different features about this hotel that um, that is really interesting like I said all their hotels have these really cool in New Orleans the old 77 as we talked about in the episode before had, had all this other different local artwork um, one of the things I loved about the Hotel Lucia um, they have a local craft beer hour uh, a happy hour if you will um, that they feature each day um, a new a different uh, local and uh, craft beer uh, so that's a fun thing to do that, you know, you get to know people, you get to know the, the staff at the hotel. Uh, so anyway, so we chatted with Leslie Liu from the Providence Hotels uh, as he talked about their collection of, of hotels in Portland, specifically on this time, and why he loves living in the city of Portland himself. Well, So we are in the Hotel Lucio right now. Uh, tell us about the, a little bit about the hotel, and uh, and maybe also some of your other properties you guys have here in Portland.
5: Sure, we're right here in Hotel Lucia, where we feature the work of Pulitzer Prize winner David Kummerly, mm-hmm. uh with you know his photography featured all across the hotel, uh, and home of also Imperial Restaurant right here in downtown Portland. Um, you know, so we are in the heart of it all. You know, with a rooftop honey uh, garden, mm-hmm. a bee honey. Sorry, Rooftop uh beehive yeah, yeah. with the honey garden. Right. Uh so I mean we're right in the heart of that uh, Portland. Right. How many how many hives are in the in the in the bee, or how many hives of bees do you have? Uh three. Three, three. Yeah. Right, so gosh. one on each rooftop of our hotels here in Portland. All the hotels, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: That's the newest thing that too these days too. I I, I did a story on Seattle as well too. They have a lot there too.
5: It is. You know, yeah. know I mean eating local yeah. you know matters so much. Especially yeah. when you know when you have a climate and you have uh, people who appreciate it, right. yeah. You know, whether it's our travelers or whether it is the people who live in Portland who come and eat at a restaurant, yeah. um, You know, it is eating local it is really the soul, kind of the, the characteristics of Portland.
1: Right. Well, t- tell me a little bit more about the Imperial Restaurant, it's an award-winning restaurant, right?
5: Mm-hmm. With, <laughs> I mean, we opened it with um, you know a, a James Board, a with uh, chef Vitelli Paley, mm-hmm. uh, James Beard Award-winning yeah. chef. Um, you know, and and with really some of the best talent in the city. Mm. Uh, And Chef Paley's, you know, has been known for, uh, you know, really the teaching grounds for some of the best culinarians in the city has to offer. Uh, So, I mean, the the food is, you know, when you, it's such a great place to entertain because I think it really captures what it's like to eat in Portland, which is having great access to fantastic food Mm. with soul and that is easily accessible, and frankly, it just doesn't take itself too seriously. Right, right, right. I heard
1: the fried chicken is. It, it is, is fantastic. A must. <laughs> Absolutely a must. Yeah, you know,
5: and it's a must when you go, uh, yeah. especially in the summertime when it's paired with a uh, watermelon salad. Right. It's probably
1: one of the best things there is in the city. Right, right. But you, and you guys also here uh, at this hotel, you guys have a craft beer hour. Yeah. tell me a little bit about
5: that. Absolutely, And, you know the five thirty to six thirty every night, where we feature a local brewer. Oh, that's uh, that's, and that's really so cool. important. Yeah, you know, it, it is. It's, is. It's, not,
1: not, it's not just having a Bud Light or something. Like exactly. Yeah, exactly, and,
5: and where we you know, and for those who want a Bud Light, we right. love <laughs> right. you too. Exactly. Uh, but you know, if we're gonna shrink it down to yeah. only one hour, yeah, we yeah. might as well do something special with right. it. Right. Uh, so you know, from brewers from all across the city, mm. uh, and it's really you know what we do is we we. So we don't publish a calendar. Mm. Uh, it's kind of meant to be a surprise, mm. and it's also obviously meant to be seasonal. Mm. Uh, so it really is the passion of the people here who yeah. get to select and say, "What beer do we want to feature this week?" Right. Uh, and it's a roti- rotating selection. You know, I would say we probably uh, change the, the beer selection every two or three days. Mm. Um, you know, and it's about connecting people through community. Mm-hmm. You know, with great beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when yeah, you, I'd say, I can't think of a better way to start off your night in Portland right. with a quick little toast before you jaunt out to town, right. uh, before you go to all these other great restaurants in the city too. Right. Right. Well, and, and,
1: uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, so you got, you have the, you have the photography too here all. And, and like I, we were talking earlier that you can go to every floor and go, okay, I want to look at that picture. I want to look at this picture and stuff like that. But each hotel is designed differently that you guys have, right? Yes.
5: You know, and each hotel has its own soul. Yeah. Uh, each hotel is handcrafted, as we say, mm-hmm. uh, where you know where, where each has its own identity, they're not stamped out mm-hmm. uh, as you see some of the other hot- some other hotels you may come across your travels um, you know, so that each hotel celebrates its own identity. Mm-hmm. So whether it is celebrating the golden era of uh, Hollywood and film at mm-hmm. the Hotel Deluxe mm-hmm. here in Portland, or whether it's celebrating mm. the really the makers, doers, and shakers at Sentinel that mm. celebrates you know true sentinels that are avant-garde, who look forward to the future, mm. right. who you know respect uh, you know the what is, but really really focus on what can be. Yeah. Um, you know, and here at Hotel Lucia, going back to the the yeah, the heart of downtown. This is really a thriving business hotel, mm. uh, with interconnected to really everything that downtown has to offer. Right, right, yeah. I mean, because you're really centrally
1: located to so many great things, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, one of the things I saw in the room, if you don't, besides your beer as well too, is uh, you can get a pint of ice cream.
5: How, yes, how great is that? But not just any ice <laughs> yes, cream. Yes, yes, salt and straw ice right. cream. Uh, you know, we talk about traveling and, and eating local. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you travel, you know, salt and straw has become quite the phenomenon. Where um, they part, not only do they have indi- indigenous ingredients or indigenous flavors, mm. uh, but with oftentimes, you know, a line that is maybe about 60 or 80 people, <laughs> right, eat, right? uh, where you could wait an hour for your ice cream, yeah, it yeah. said, you know what, skip all that. <laughs> uh, and we serve it in our mini bar of our hotels. Right. So, you know, and, and I think this, when you look back at travel and say one of the most forgotten things is probably service in, in travel. mm mm-hmm. Uh our, th- our desire of why we put this ice cream in our mini bars is mm-hmm. that, you know, for those who are looking to spend an hour in line, mm-hmm. who want that experience, who want to, you know, go to the shop, see the shop, right. that's fantastic. Right. But if this is your fourth or fifth time here in <laughs> exactly. Portland, skip the line. Right, right, right. You know, it's mm-hmm. like and, yeah, and we, yeah. we offer that for you. <clears throat> right,
1: right, right. Now you just got how to get uh, voodoo donuts here. Never voodoo. <laughs> Never
5: voodoo. Never voodoo. <laughs> yeah, right. And then um, <laughs> – you know, when, especially when there are so many other great uh, yeah. partners available, yeah. Uh, so many great options, and then yeah. but, but you know, getting things in here, is, yeah. I think it's a key that we said. Yeah. I think people lose sense in in when you stay at a hotel, people can really kind of forget what a hotel can do for you. Right. I mean, if you're right. the type that you want things delivered to your hotel in the middle of a stay, uh, y'all you know, never forget when I go to travel, you know, it's like if I if I'm in a city, mm-hmm. I, my hotel could make anything happen that I want. Right. And that's probably one of the best things about staying, you know, at a hotel right uh in the sea of all the other options available.
1: Right, right. Uh, I also saw you guys you guys can, can get a bike, a, Sh- a Shinola
5: bike. Yeah, that was a partnership that we launched uh with Shinola uh you know really late last year mm-hmm. that you know it's a you know, it's so easy to see Portland by foot and by right. bike, right. and and you know, with um such a fe- such a great biking community yeah. here,
1: right?
5: Um, it was really a natural partner, yeah. You know, for uh, we are, we've offered bikes at all of our hotels, um, to be able to get around Portland. And and what's great is that you know, if you are just looking for a quick jaunt over to the east side, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about a five minute bike ride, mm-hmm. uh, or if you really want to check it out for the day and see of any of other Portland's neighborhoods. Um, you know, you could really make an adventure out of it. Right, right. And it's kind of a nice bike, too. That's, yes. Which I know makes some of the best bikes, too. Yes, so. very much so.
1: That's awesome. Uh, so tell me real quick, then, why is uh, Portland so cool? And why why do people need to come check out Portland?
5: Yeah, for me, Portland is so cool is because it's it blows me away by how accessible it is. I think there's a spirit of appreciation here. Uh, and it's very natural where people are passionate about sharing that. It is for me, it's probably the most um, accessible city. When I look at it in our travels, we talk about the great food. You know, I often look at some of the other fantastic cities that have great food, but if you think about how much of a production it is. Mm-hmm. When you need to book a reservation a month out, when you need to go see the hostess to check your coat, to go see the bartender to get a bar, to be escorted to your seat, so and so, and frankly, it's it's a production. Right. If you think about Portland, it is such, There's such a great sense of real people Mm. and community uh it really shines through in how hospitality is is delivered Mm. because what i would uh, what i see and experience in portland hospitality is that it's real people and it's not people serving people it's real people welcoming them to the community
1: right right and and there's also to so many great neighborhoods as as well too and and so, so if you're staying here in downtown you can easily get a Uber or bike over to another
5: neighborhood, right? Very much so, yeah. and, and with so much discovery in each neighborhood, where you know between uh, what's you know the between what's happening in North Portland, mm-hmm. Southeast Portland, Central East Side, yeah. each taking on its own identity, yeah. uh, and so much offering to to explore. Um, so you know that, that being that the downtown is just a hub, yeah. You know where from here, you know right. within almost. If you are by bike, bike, or foot, or yeah. Uber, as you mentioned, yeah. um, you could really be in a whole different part of Portland easily within the next 10, ten minutes. Right, right.
1: All right, so pe- people want to stay at one of your hotels here in Portland, where do they go to uh, online? Where do you find it?
5: Well, they find it online at – so at they find it at our hotels online um at our web our hotel websites so hotel lucia sentinel and hotel deluxe
0: all right i hope you've enjoyed this episode on portland you can head on over to the show notes in your podcast player it has links to all of the different things that we mentioned in this episode as well as some other information on portland